And welcome back to the Tuned In Podcast. How are you doing? 24. Let's go. I'm it's ready. a new year, baby. Yes, sir. Ooh. Yes, sir. We hope you all had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Safe and happy. Mm-hmm. It'd be an awesome year. Yeah. Be careful in that snow. We finally got some snow yes. here. It's I think yesterday was really the first day that yeah. I had to drive in some. Yeah, I drove by a bunch. Of, I saw people putting skis in the back of their cars, so it must be that time of year. <laughs> oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <going. laughs> yeah, and then also um, with Christmas, how was your, how was your break? Oh, really good break. Really good. Tough semester, so mm-hmm. I was glad to be at the end of it and uh, spend time with my family. How was yours? Oh, it was so good. I think the break part of it's probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. Just being with your family, just having no worries for a little bit, just focusing on Christmas. Yes, and we're happy to be back with you, of course. Of course, we know with this podcast, we have some exciting plans um, for the upcoming months, and so we're excited to keep this going. It's a new semester, a new quarter, if you're working, Yeah. (laughs) Um, a new year, Um, so we're excited. Um, I guess um, if you see this podcast either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give us five stars on there. And then also follow us on Instagram at Tuned In Jazz. And we would love to get some engagement there and um, hear your thoughts um, that we can share them on the pod as well. Yes, we're, we're constantly posting, uh, or we're going to be more consistently posting questions and different things from the podcast where you can, you can get involved in the conversation as well. So we'd love to hear your thoughts. Well, we have a lot of games to get into. Um, we we took a little bit of a break, um, like like we all did for the pod as well. So we actually have um, a lot to go over <laughs> since Christmas, or at least a little before Christmas. All of the games since then, yes. and so we'll, we we might not go too in depth into every game, but we want to kind of get some of the the main points of the Jazz play over past three weeks, yeah. something like that. So, first of all, with our predictions. Oh, man, you took the lead. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure lead. I predicted uh, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Right. I don't know yeah. how that happened. I think you it's all seven and one in our eight games we predicted. Yeah. Well, I knew the Jazz. Awesome. I was hoping they could win on that road trip. Yeah. And they did. Um, it's, yeah. It yeah. turned out really well. So, let's kind of go into each game. Yeah. Furthest back we haven't talked about was the Kings game yeah. where Keegan Murray dropped 12 three-pointers, career high. Not a great game for the Jazz, but no. um, what I guess what did you kind of take away from that? Uh, I don't know really much to add other than uh, I was impressed Hendricks had 12 points. I thought that was kind of cool. Got to see him get a couple of good looks. He didn't take a ton of shots, which was even better so Mm -hmm. I thought that was really well his minutes haven't really been consistent I feel like no but he's at least been playing and I think getting a couple here and there so it's good to see that which is weird because I think I feel like he plays hard so I don't know Coach Hardy knows more than us we know he brings value on defense for sure he seems to be a pretty good rebounder too yeah so maybe maybe we trade if we traded Collins, he would get a lot more minutes. I, I feel think like. so. Yeah, they kind of play the same role. Yeah. Um, also in this game, I think one of the main points that Will Hardy said was, um, if a guy is cooking, can't <laughs> let him. You can't let him cook, right? Yeah. So like Keegan Murray, we just kind of we didn't focus. We didn't adjust our defense at all. We just kind of played him the no. same way when he had ten as when he had forty. So yeah. 
that's kind of something I was looking at in some of the other games after this is how are we playing when somebody's cooking or when somebody's on fire? Are we going to guard them extra? Are we adjusting our defense? Or are we just going to not pick them up? You know, and so I don't know. I feel like there's a couple games where the Jazz could have done a little bit better at um, guarding that guy. Yeah, that that guy against the Kings was Keegan Murray. So yeah, I also I think it's interesting. I've heard a couple of different podcasts where the Kings coach. Why am I blanking on his name? Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where he talks about how he like is always getting on Keegan Murray for shooting more, and it's like it makes you wonder like what players do the Jazz have that Coach Hardy needs to like. You know, I mean, there's a few that need to stop shooting as much. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a couple sure. I'd like to see take a couple more shots, but it's interesting. I like that strategy. Yeah, a lot of our players are pretty good percentage yeah. from three. Not like Abaji and Fontecchio, mm-hmm. I think pretty good percentage. John Collins has been. I don't know what he's at now. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Moving on to the Nets. Yeah, this 125, 108 win at home. Not bad. Really good win, yeah. Colin Sexton continues to ball out 27-6. and six. I thought that was really good. He, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's just been, I think r- right before this, we talked about his stretch of games where he had like 28 and 26 and 23 or something, and he just kept it going. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, he's, if we did have a podcast that week, um, he might have been player of the week again. Yeah, so oh, I think definitely. we I think we might have had him the last podcast, and he's he's kept that up. He hasn't been twenty seven points as much every game, right? But he's he's usually getting up to around twenty. Yeah, and I think he's kind of taken that starter role back. Oh, yeah. at this point, at least I'm pretty sure that he's going to be our starter moving forward now. Yeah. Um, which kind of still makes that question mark for Keontae George. Um, seems like he's kind of in the bench role now. Mm-hmm. But he's still been playing pretty well as, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was a good win. Yep, and then we, we moved to the Cavs game. Not much notable for the Jazz there. Did you have any thoughts? Just that, you, do you know Sam Merrill? Yeah, I was going to say he balled out 27 <laughs> points, right? Yeah, no, this was kind of a bad game for the Jazz, but the Cavs balled out. They had, like, their whole team in double figures. Yeah. No Donovan Mitchell, no Darius Garland, no um, Evan Mobley. They no. just had bench players, and they and, killed and Jared us. Jared Allen, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of bad, but shout out to Sam Merrill. He uh-huh. went to Utah State. Utah man, yeah. George Niang at fifteen too. We love George oh, Niang. Miss Niang. He was he's a, he's yeah. a good player for us. Yeah, he was a good rotation guy. But yeah, other than that, it was a tough loss. But we move forward, I guess. And then we had the Pistons. Um, I'm pretty sure we this was still part of the losing streak of the Pistons. So I was I was yeah. really hoping we didn't lose this game to be the team that broke the streak. <laughs> Um, but we did win. <laughs> yeah, we did. What? Yeah, what did you take away from that game? Well, I kind of think this was... Uh, I can't remember what their losing streak was at, but it was like 26 or 27. Yep. And everybody was saying that this was the one that was going to end it. And I kind of thought they were right, especially because there was no... We had a lot of guys out. No Markinen, no Clarkson, no... There was like, yeah, there was a ton of guys out. I think John out. Collins still played. Yeah. And so it's like... Yeah, but Kelly Olenek balled out 27 points. 
six assists, four steals. This was his game. It was his he game. was he was like Jokic for us this game. Oh, yeah. He was taking the ball up the court and we were running the offense through him because he was yeah. doing so well. Yeah, it was a. I feel bad for Pistons. They they literally panned this game to a couple Pistons fans with um, lunch sacks over their the heads. Bags, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was. It's it's real. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's not a fake. I wouldn't want to be a thing. Pistons fan, which I I think this was the game also where Cade in the press conference said we're not two and twenty eight bad or whatever. And mm-hmm. and I kind of agree with them that like the rosters yeah no they bad. they have good players <laughs> so it's uh I don't know what their problem is they won a game but then they've since lost we'll talk again more about our game yeah. later but we'll come back to it but I feel like it's more mental at this point be. than anything else it's gotta be yeah uh, moving on to Toronto on the road mm-hmm. this starts kind of a road. Pistons was on the road win. Yeah. Um, this was on the road, another win. This was the start of some, some really good road wins. Yeah, we haven't won on the road a ton this season. Mm-mm. I thought I think it's interesting Jordan Clarkson is coming off the bench and he kind of has ever since. And I don't I kinda like that role better for him. We've seen him thrive in that in the jazz before. And he, he can still points. play and close out games oh, yeah. as well coming off the bench. He Absolutely. still plays a decent amount of minutes. Absolutely. But it seems like he's thriving in that role. Yeah. Pretty efficient. And uh, we're going to take credit and say that we're the ones that forced them to make a trade. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but they obviously made a trade. Toronto's in shambles right now, I think. And then Toronto ended up being the team to break the Pistons streak as well. They did, yeah. After the trade, so... Toronto's not looking too hot right now. And then moving on, another road win against the Spurs. I'll be honest, I didn't catch too much of this game. Yes, I texted. It looked like a good win. One of my Spurs friends, fan friends, told him Wemby's a bust because we beat him. So, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, nothing too notable. Simone Fontecchio, thirty-one for Lowry, plus twenty-five on the floor. Lowry had. Lowry had 31, so yeah. So there's some good stuff. We won the game. We'll just, a, just a solid outing. Absolutely. On the road again. Uh, another one on the road that didn't go so well. We played the Pelicans. Uh, Keontae mm-hmm. was one for seven. A lot of guys really struggled. Yeah, I watched this entire game, and the thing that kind of stuck out most was just... We couldn't stop their dynamic duo of no. Zion and uh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah. And they were actually saying, the Jazz announcers at the end of the game, that the Pelicans are one of the worst clutch teams in the NBA. Oh. And this was a clutch game because it was really close at the end. Yeah. Um, but they they were clutch, and so the stats didn't... Stats lied. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they still beat us, but it was a close game till the end, but they pulled away. Yeah. I honestly, this might be a hot take, but I think Pelicans, if all of their players cared enough to play consistently, because <laughs> at this point, it's just they're not They have trying. a good roster. They're they could the be the best team too. in basketball, I think. Like, Zion and Brandon Ingram, and then you add CJ McCollum on top of that. How do you stop that? But mm-hmm. the problem is, is that they play a quarter of the game. It does look like our starters were a plus on the court, except for John Collins. He's minus three. Interesting. Um, but our bench was a big negative, and so that's kind of how we lost. That would do it, yeah. So, yeah, the starters still played pretty well. Collins yeah. Sexton had 26 points and, fi- uh, and three assists. 
Awesome. Laurie Markinen had 24 and 5 assists. Hmm. So they all played pretty well. Yeah. And then we uh, we started a nice three-game home... I think it's three-game home stretch. Mm-hmm. Three-game home win, That's win true. streak as That's well. True. We won all three of these games. Yeah, good. Uh, we started with Miami. Seven players in double digits. I thought that was mm-hmm. impressive. R- good team win. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see the highlight of this game, Abaji's block on Tyler Hero? I did, yeah. That, that was, was incredible. Maybe like maybe we'll go back to this at the end of the season, but that's one of the best highlights I've ever seen this oh, year. Yeah. Oh from yeah. From the Jazz. Because it was especially. as good of a block as he could get, just like he was going up for the he dunk attempt, it. met him there, no oh, stopped the progress right there at the rim. Yeah. Um yeah, you can't really see a prettier block than that one. Yeah, he, I see, I see him becoming an important piece in Jazz rebuild. Just like, all like he's a a decent offensive player, but I think his potential is even better on defense. Like he could. Be he's really, very athletic. Yeah, he gets so many like fast break dunks. Yeah, he could be a great perimeter defender. He's always a threat to chase you down on the mm-hmm. block, like we saw. He's yeah. re- he's really improved since last year. I yeah, think. absolutely great win. And then an even better win, <laughs> yes, arguably sir. against the Mavericks. This this game kind of felt personal. Oh yeah, because we'd lost by fifty oh, yeah. the previous game, and so um, being able to beat them by uh, is that thirty seven mm-hmm. twenty yeah thirty seven points. Yep, that felt great. And we were <laughs> we handled them most of that game. It wasn't really like. Yeah. Yeah, here's some of the stats. Luca, 6 for 20 for mm-hmm. 19 points, minus 17 when Luca was on the court. And Kyrie, 6 for 14, minus 15 when he was on the court. So the starters did not keep up with us. Nope. Dante Exum, uh, 4 points, <laughs> 3 assists. Got to shout out our guy. Yeah. Um, but let's, for our players, is a really good game for Fontecchio. He actually led the team in scoring and was a plus 27 when he was on the court. Oh, man. And then our bench was even better. Keontae George was a plus 38 on the court, which oh, is insane. Man. That is nuts. Like, that doesn't even seem, like, correct. And then Jordan Clarkson was a plus 36. Walker oh, Kessler a plus 37. And they all came off the bench. So when our bench was out there, they were just dominant. Was this the triple-double game, too? It was, right? Or was that Miami? It was the triple double it was. game. So, yes. Jordan Clarkson breaks our triple double drought. What was it? 2000, 2008. 2008. With Carlos Boozer. Keontae George would have been four years old. Yep. That's crazy. I would have been six. I don't know how. Yeah. How, I don't, just a like 10, yeah. really long time ago. Wow. Um, Incredible. Yeah, no, that, that felt good. Yeah. I don't know how it hasn't happened. Yeah. I thought it was long. cool too how he just like like especially that last rebound, Coach Hardy let him stay in. Like I don't know if you saw the video mm-hmm. of them talking about it and then and then he's like everybody's boxing out so he can track down the rebound and then he called I don't know, that was just so cool. I wish I wish I could have been there, but that was a cool episode. Yeah, I said get that rebound, then get the heck out of the game. <laughs> yep. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that they had that chance. I think that's a big moment for Jazz. Fans oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, and and I, oh man, his interview after the game I thought was really cool. Like he just mentioned, like he knew that it was Jazz fifty, and he knew what that meant to Jazz fans. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's so many like 
guys who are superstars or even stars in the NBA who don't even know what the heck's going on with their team. Like, they're just playing, and they could give a crap mm-hmm. less about with the fans, but, like, you got to love one guy like And Clarkson. just, like, when it, whenever he's been interviewed the past couple games, his uh-huh. daughter's, like, there with him. Oh, yeah. And that's just that just makes he you feel him. good as a fan to know that, like, Especially one of your players loves yeah. a family and has good values like that, right? Yeah. That's who we are here in Utah, too, so you love that he exactly. just embraces the culture and... We love him, and even though we've had some criticisms this year, he's really balled out lately. Yeah, that's one of the biggest moments, that triple-double. And then also, I don't know if it was this game or the next or um, recently, but Jordan Clarkson moves into number four on the all-time three-point list, passing Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that you guys ahead of him. Three. So Stockton, Mitchell, and Ingles. Yeah, it's crazy that two of those guys are with, like, it's crazy that they're ahead of Stock. I know the NBA is different, but Stockton played, what, 20, pl- 20 years? He played as, <laughs> like, I think he's top five in games played, yeah. and they were all for the Jazz. And so. Donovan was drafted in 2017, and has, yeah, it's just crazy. But it's Shoot a lot of threes. NBA. Yep. <laughs> um, and then last, well, I guess last two games, we got the Pistons. Yes. A couple of days ago, wow! Great game, w- wow! Especially wow, wow. for Jasmine or former Jasmine, his uh, Bo- Bogey Bogdanovich. And Bogey How many and points Burks did he have? He had like thirty-eight or 30, something. Yeah, thirty something. But uh, those last two shots, I saw somebody um, mention on Twitter. They were talking about how the Jazz should have fouled on that last shot on in regular and not in overtime, so that they didn't have a chance for a three. But I, I think Jazz. You didn't want to give up a four-point play. That's true. But if you fouled on the inbound, then it would be two shots. Oh, I. But see I still mean. think that like that wasn't a bad call. They had to go the full length of the court, no timeouts, and that was kind what of are the odds? a freak shot. Right. Yeah. So we'll of course take it'd be Alec Burks yep. <laughs> hitting the buzzer beater. But we did we did beat them in overtime. Uh huh. Played well. Alec Burks actually missed a couple wide open ones. Yeah. In overtime, so that helps us. Um, but sneakily, Cade Cunningham had 31 mm-hmm. in this game. Yeah, they're not a bad team. They they're not like Cade said. They're not like two and 28 or two and 30 bad. Honestly, I would, you know, I wouldn't say their roster's like good enough to compete anytime soon. But I, if I was a fan of a really bad team, I would take their roster in a heartbeat. <laughs> would you take them over the Wizards? Their future? I probably would. I think so too. I, I take they, them over the Hornets. I would take Cade, Cade's future alone is uh, Jalen Duran more to look really forward good. to than the Wizards right now. Jaden Ivy, they got some good guys. I thought Clarkson. Uh, going back to Clarkson, he in that last in that fourth quarter and in overtime, he had thirty six. By he the way, he was just scoring at will. Like it was just crazy. Like. He, he won would, us the game. Yeah, literally. He'd take guys into ISO and they just could not do anything about it, and that even led to that three by Markinen at the end because they mm-hmm. were so focused on Clarkson. It was just great game for Clarkson. Yeah, it was super good. I maybe it also kind of disappointing in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Okay, here's some I want to point out as well. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker has not been playing at all yeah in like the past week or two yeah since i think the last game that he played was against the cavaliers i want to say or pelicans 
So yeah. he hasn't been playing, but we've still looked pretty good. So interestingly, I don't know. we're three and one in that time. So so I don't know. I'm kind of not complaining too much. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like we're playing well, even when he's not playing. So I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I. At times, I really liked some of the things he did, but also it just seemed like when he was on the floor, our team just didn't gel. It'll be interesting to see if he's. Um, You've the seen first a, one to be traded. we've seen like a big surge from Colin Sexton. That's mm-hmm. kind of yeah, taken his role in a way, yeah. right? And so allows guys like Keontae George to develop more because they get more minutes, more time with the mm-hmm. ball. Yeah, we're not gonna bench Keontae. No, got to give him time. Yep. Sexton's proven himself. I think even Chris Dunn has played pretty well. Yeah. Um, he's shown we need some perimeter defense on this team, and he's shown that he can be that guy. Yeah. And so I think Taylor Horton Tucker's like skill and role is kind of just already there with yeah. Colin Sexton, so it's kind of um, redundant with kind of the things that he brings. But yeah, we'll see how that goes with the trade deadline coming up. Yeah. I feel like THT is one of those guys that like he's kind of like – He's not to the level of Carmelo Anthony, but he's the type of player like Carmelo Anthony where he, like, if you if he was the guy, he could probably ball out. But, like, at the He's like of, a 2K my player. Yeah, right. That's how I see him. Like, he'll but put like, up points. is he good enough to be your number one option? Is he going to win you not. games? Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah. And then clearly the answer is no, because we weren't winning. Yeah, we're winning when he's <laughs> not playing, so. Yeah. Um, and then... We'll just real fast go over this, but yesterday, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. lost to the Celtics. This was kind yeah. of expected. We have yeah. a couple games coming up where Tough we're playing stretch. the best teams in the league. Yep. So this was the first test. Um, Tough stretch. Yeah. I didn't really get a chance to watch too much of this game. I just saw that they were down for the majority of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good. Tough game. The Celtics are a really good team, I think. As long as they stay healthy, I think they're one of the yeah. top two or three favorites. The way their the defense runs is just so weird, but it like works. It's like mm-hmm. like they don't guard one through five. Like Porzingis will just be on the shooting guard randomly. Like it's just weird how they switch, but it works. So I don't get it. But yeah, no, they're playing out of their minds. I think they're still number one in the East right now. Yeah, so they're really did good. lose to them. But um, upcoming games, um, let's get back uh, back to our predictions. We don't have eight this time, so it'll be a little better. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, we start tonight um, at the 76ers. What, what do you think is going to happen? I've got a loss. A loss. It's a road game against a great team. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I feel like Joel Embiid might be too much for us to handle, so I got a loss. Yeah, I agree. I Heard something yesterday. Joel Embiid averaged 40 points in the month of December. He's just... He's, he's been amazing. He's going to be the back-to-back MVP probably. He gets and, a lot of free throws. Yeah. And getting rid of Harden just made their offense work. So I, I got a loss yeah. as well. I've also been really impressed with Tobias Harris. Mm-hmm. He's been playing well. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey's probably been an all-star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good team. Okay, Monday... In Milwaukee versus the Bucks. Okay, I've got, I've got this one as a win. That's more of a, of a gut feeling. That would be a great win if we're able to pull it out. Win. 
I don't think we'll lose this entire stretch of bad games. I think this would be the one we could win. I don't think they've been entirely consistent. When they're clicking, they're better than any team in basketball, but I'm, yeah. I'm just praying that this will be an off night for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I've got to loss this game. Okay. Perfect. Just Bucks are playing well. Playing really well. It's going to be hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we we come home. We play the Nuggets. What do you think, win or loss? This is kind of same similar to you. I think we got to win one of these yeah. big games. And so this yeah. one's at home. That's of course, true. the Nuggets have been really good, but they've also lost a couple here and there uh-huh. to the Thunder. I think they lost to the Timberwolves at one point. Yeah. So let's. I, I've got a win for the Nuggets. I think we can take them. Okay, fair enough. I've got us at a loss, but I can, you know. I could see that definitely at home. It helps. We've been playing really well at home. It's nice to see that we've been packing the stadium. It seems like it's looked like it's pretty full every game. So our home record is 11-5. and five, Okay. Just not bad. Which is like kind of up there with some of the playoff teams. Not bad teams. at all, yeah. Um, it's better than the Mavericks, and they're in the sixth seed. Yeah. And then our road record is 6-13, and 13, yeah. which it used to be 1-11, and 11, so we've Got a little bit better there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I got a loss there, but it, it could be a really good game. I could see that being a good one. <laughs> the Celtics are 17-0 and 0 at home. Dang. So no wonder we didn't beat them. They haven't lost yeah. a single game. No. <laughs> um, and then we close out the week, or our week at least, Friday at home versus the Raptors, the newly formed Raptors. What do you think? Um, I've got to win. I think we dominated the Raptors at their their court, and so yeah. I think we can take them again. I don't think R.J. Barrett's going to make that big of a difference. No. I <clears throat> Just a little side note, I think they won that trade. I think it's going to be better. For, Emmanuel Quickly is going to be a nice piece too, but not this quickly. It and won't a, be a win. And an OB is on a one-year deal. Yeah. So is, so is Quickly, but he might resign. And then Barrett, I think, yeah. is on, locked up for a few years. Yeah, so I think overall the Raptors are going to be better, but I've also got to win. I think they're still tr- they're going to be trying to figure themselves out still. So their road record is five and twelve. Ooh, okay, kind of like us. So we'll we'll take advantage of that, get the win. I think it'll be good. Good week. Awesome. Well, player of the week, player of the two or three weeks. Um, we might have the same one. I'll I'll give mine. Okay, go ahead. Gotta give it to Jordan Clarkson. Oh yeah, is that, who did you have? Well, I've got Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton. It's a tie, and I I think I owe them an official apology because we <laughs> we kind of bagged on him earlier this season, and I I it think it was, was somewhat, which is kind of valid. It was kind of merited a little, they but those two well. guys have went from like guys that were like, man, we need to get rid of these guys to turnover like, machines. Yeah, to all of a sudden we're like. Dang, yeah, we really need these guys on the Jazz. They're both just like playing at a high, high level, and I just—it's incredible. Especially Jordan Clarkson; he's he's first, definitely. Yeah, I think the injury was a good thing for him. Uh-huh. Just being able to see, like he, he even talked about this himself, about seeing the team play without him, mm-hmm. and just thinking about where he can fit in yeah. to make them better. And so he's done that. He's, um, let's see. He's got the triple double recently as well, which was amazing. I think Incredible. that alone kind of gives him player of the week for me. I would have not have guessed that it was going to be him to get the triple double, but I'm I'm super happy. That it's it was. true. 
And then in his last five games, 38 at Detroit, 28 at Dallas, 25 Miami, 24, yeah. um, and 27. Incredible. So he's been averaging quite a few points. He's been d- playing well, keeping us in these games. Mm-hmm. And we've been winning, yeah. which is the most important thing and that's been that's been good for us yeah yeah absolutely they've been playing well defensively too or especially during Clarkson mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's incredible I love it all right well kind of just some quick jazz news kind of around the um, news that we've heard some small little things one Ricky Rubio is retired from the NBA yes well man I miss Rick- I I miss the the jazz days of Ricky Rubio. Those teams were so fun to watch, and uh, I, he took a break because of mental health. So it makes me happy for him that he's taking care of himself. I think mm-hmm. too many too many people, especially men, don't do that. So I'm I'm happy for. And him. I mean, he's had an amazing career. He's he's been one of the best passers in the league, arguably one of Spain's best players of all time yep. with what he when he's played for Spain um, when he was on the Jazz we were in the playoffs he was playing alongside Donovan Mitchell he played re- really well for us he guarded I always remember him guarding James Harden from behind yeah that was incredible <laughs> um, what a man um, so I don't know just a lot of great memories with Ricky Rubio we're gonna we're gonna have to watch some of his highlights now after he retires to keep him oh, in yeah. mind oh yeah yeah, super awesome. Great career. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about triple-double, broke the records in 2008. It's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the standings, where are the Jazz looking at? We're currently 12th. We're about... But we're, we're kind of close to that yeah, play-in we're, spot. We're a game and a half behind 10th place. So we're not, we're not too far. Uh, you know, and the game that... Game and a half we're behind is the Warriors who seem to be imploding a little bit. We'll see what Did happens. Did you see um, Jokic's buzzer beater against them? I did. That was incredible. It was from like was Curry Range, right? Yeah. He just chucked it up there and <laughs> yeah, banked it in. His, so. his shots just make no sense. Like you're like, like what is that form? But it just goes in every time. Yeah, and so if the war if that keeps happening to the Warriors, we might be in the playoffs sooner yeah. rather than later. We could do it. Um, that was insane, by the way. Yeah, it was. That's one of the plays of the year. Yeah, Jokic is amazing. Also, quick side note: Did you see Jokic was on a podcast? I didn't. Wow. That's uh, Michael so Porter Jr. has a podcast now. Interesting. Um, Curious Mike. And he's okay. had some of the Nuggets players on there. So Jokic has like a 30-minute interview on there. It's pretty pretty interesting. interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you don't hear him. He doesn't make himself available very much. <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah. He can do him. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah, so I think we could sneak into that 10th seed mm-hmm. with a couple I more wins. See. If we keep playing the way we are, I think it'll just happen naturally. Yeah, we just um, survived this little As a Jazz stretch. fan, do you want to see us in the playoffs this year, or do you want to see us be more of a tanking team, or what? Well, what do you want to? What do, What do you feel like we should do this season? I kind of at the beginning of the season, I was really feeling like we should tank, but looking at this draft class, there might be some good players, but we don't really know. We also already have sixteen wins, which already like five more wins would put us out of probably the top five 
picks probably the bad teams are really bad is and what so, we're saying <laughs> and so we might already be too good so at this point i think why not just push for the playoffs i don't see why like it doesn't make any difference i don't think me. the jazz have been in a play-in scenario yet i don't think so so that would be exciting even if we made the play-in yeah just the like electric atmosphere that is maybe we can yeah. make the uh eight or nine seed or yeah nobody wants to play at the delta center Get they won't a, admit it but yeah Get some home game um, for that elimination game. Yeah. But yeah, in kind of in the same news, this is a quote by prominent NBA player saying, we suck right now. You know who that is? The king, LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. I just got that notification like yesterday. Yeah. Lakers aren't playing well. He just is very candid about it. Yeah. And I mean, we're eyeing the Lakers. Like we're one game behind them as well. They're in the, the 11th spot. Dude, speaking of, I just a little, did you hear what his comments were on Ricky Rubio during that same interview? LeBron? Yeah. No, I didn't. They asked him, it was clearly like a Latino reporter who I'm guessing must have been, I don't know where he was from, but he asked LeBron, He's he said, Ricky Rubio is retiring, what do you think? And and LeBron just like super, you'll have to watch it, but he was like super angry and he's like, I'm not in the mood to talk about that. And he's like, oh, he's like, if Ricky sees this, it's not because I'm, it's not because I'm not genuine. It's because the reporter asked a bad question, and that's like, oh my gosh, dude, he he is not happy. He, he wants to win, and it's just he not does. happening. Maybe the Lakers make another trade. They always seem to yeah. at the deadline. I low-key think the only way LeBron's going to fix this at this point is if he's the one who's traded, or unless they just like. I don't even know what they could do at this point. They don't really have picks to trade anymore. If there's a guy on the last year of his deal that's just getting yeah flipped, they'll they'll probably pick him up. I've heard rumors of Levine, but I don't think that's going to fix their problem. He's gonna, he would uh, help. But I think he would help. I think he would help. But I don't know. Maybe it's Bogdanovich. Maybe he they could be pretty to, good for them. Some perimeter shooting. I don't know. I just guarantee you they're, they're going to make some sort of trade. Oh, yeah. I think have last season, 28 teams made a trade at the deadline. So yeah, we're going to see a lot. A big one. And then oh. another another pretty hilarious quote. This is from Rick Carlisle, the Pacers coach. He said, being historically great on offense is fun, but even dating a pretty girl gets tiring after a while <laughs> if she can't guard anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> uh, I love it. I mean, uh, I'm glad to see that he has a sense of humor. Yeah. Um, but this is this is probably an all-time quote. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see Rick Carlisle on a first date with his wife, you know, watching film and breaking down mm-hmm. the offense for her. Taking her to the gym and playing one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> and then getting mad when he backs her down in the paint and like, yeah, it's uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the Pacers defense is awful. Yeah, I think is. that's what he's trying to say but yeah uh, had to share that that's a that's an all-time quote right there pistons uh we talked about the streak is over the streak's over but they kind of started it again lost a couple games (laughs) since then so i think they now have three total wins on the season so yeah they want the the raptors poor raptors no they won't yeah just a really and i think um the jazz have cleared their season series with the Pistons, right? Mm-hmm. I think we only play them twice. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So we won both of them. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, they're now yeah, they're now on a three-game losing streak again. <laughs> so just yeah. I don't know, like 
the roster's not three th- three and thirty two bad like we talked about. So it makes you wonder if it's coaching or just what the heck's going on. I don't even know how you'd fix that. Well, kind of is shadowing the Wizards are six and twenty eight, uh-huh. which is and the Spurs are five and twenty nine. So I mean, it's not just the Pistons. The Wizards yeah. and the Spurs are also like all time bad right now. Yeah. So. I think the biggest difference being that the Pistons have had like three different top five picks in the last five years. Yeah. And should be better than they are, but... But they did break the streak, so we'll take did. that. They did. Um, did you see Jonathan Kaminga had a quote? Or yeah. He's not happy. He's not happy. I think it's understandable. Coach Kerb... Uh, Jonathan Kaminga was playing really well. Coach Kerr took him out for the fourth quarter for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be upset too. Uh, I saw some Jazz fans wanting that, us to go try to get Kaminga. I'd be down for the right price, but I don't know if, if I want Reminds me when the Jazz went and got Eric Pascal. Yeah, that's true. He was all right. Yeah, it could be a nice What happened to Eric Pascal? Guy. I'm trying to think who we traded him to. He played with... He's not playing anymore, though, is he? No, I don't think so. Dang. I don't remember who we traded him to. But, yeah, he's a good guy. We missed Eric Pascal. It says on Wikipedia that he last played for Leonis de Ponce of the Baloncestio Superior Nacional. Mm. I'm guessing that's, uh, like, Spain or Brazil or something. I probably butchered that, but, yeah, yeah he's not really been playing. No. But yeah, understandable for Jonathan Kaminga. I think the Warriors are a little too loyal. Well, I can't know if you could be too loyal, but they're they're definitely with their Stubborn. guys. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's all going to have to f- completely fall apart with Draymond and Clay before they finally. Because the crazy thing is, like, with Poole and Kaminga, those guys were balling out last year, or not last year, but the year before. It's like realistically, you could start building around those guys already with Steph. But they won't, so... Clay's been playing a little better. A little better, yeah. And Draymond's going to hopefully come back. So I don't know. Yeah. As a Jazz fan, I don't really care to see the Warriors do well. Not at all. Just kind of intriguing to see what they do. Yeah. But, hey, we might pass them in the standings here in a couple games. Yes, sir. Um, But we do have a hard stretch, so we'll see. We do. Well, um, New Year's is a time to make some resolutions. Yes. So we thought it would be kind of fun if we made a couple of resolutions for uh, some jazz players slash front office people. Do you want to start with yes, your people? Yes, I'll go first. So my first player that I have a new re- New Year's resolution for is Taylor Hendricks. Okay. Um, I want to see some improvement this year in his shooting. Mm. I think... I'm sure he's already doing this, so maybe he's already on top of the ball with this New Year's resolution. But I just want to see him get up lots of shots mm. in practice. I think a lot of the best shooters in the league shoot hundreds of shots yeah. in, a, in a given workout. And so just keep shooting, and I think he'll play more minutes the more yeah. per, his, his shots get better and he's more consistent. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's already going to be out in the court because his defense is so good. Yeah, he's a good defender. He doesn't even have to be a great shooter, just a good enough shooter. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that's good. Uh, I've got another one of our young bigs, Walker Kessler. Something I would like to see from Walker Kessler in 2024 is just a little bit more consistency. 
especially on defense because mm-hmm. um, we didn't really talk about it, but in the Mavericks game, I thought he played excellent in the paint. Like he just was a presence. Like he had four blocks, and when he's that guy, he's had a lot of those games too. Yeah, and when he's that guy, it affects our entire defense, kind of like Rudy Gobert did when he was here. So, but he doesn't do that every game, so it's weird. But I want to see more consistency. You know, be the man. You know, so good here. Um, on like the blocks per game. Uh huh. Um, where is he? He's number three. Oh, interesting. So, okay. He's doing when he does have a game. He's got like four blocks. Yeah. Um, but when he doesn't, it's low. So it's like still really good. He's only yeah. behind Victor Wembanyama and Brook Lopez. Oh my and he has 2.8 blocks a game. So like that's really good. Yeah. But there are some game like there are definitely a lot of games in there where you want a little bit more from mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But I'm surprised by that actually. 2.8 blocks is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. We love it. Okay, my next I got one more player. I got Kelly Olynyk. Okay. Um, my New Year's resolution for Kelly Olynyk is perimeter defense. Ooh, okay. And there's a reason behind this. I think he he's been pretty good as our center, but I think he can be even better as like a power forward. Oh yeah, on our team. And so he needs to be able to be able to guard multiple multiple positions. And so if he can get a little bit better at perimeter defense, I think that could win us some games. Oh yeah. Just a small thing. And also it's the last year of his deal, mm-hmm. so my other New Year's resolution for him is get paid. Oh, yeah. Which I think he probably will. Oh, yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of teams calling on Kelly Olenek right now, so I think there's a lot of demand for what he does. Yeah, He's he can good. fit almost anywhere. Oh, yeah. So, defense and get paid I for love Kelly. That. That's good, especially uh, if you look at teams like the Nets. I think Spencer Dinwiddie plays power forward for them a lot, and he's like 6'5". So, like, mm-hmm. nowadays NBA, your power forwards are basically wings. Like, it's yeah. a third wing that you have on the floor. And, you know, he doesn't have to be perfect. He just yeah. has to try and get around some screens here and there and yeah. just be okay. Be more aggressive, yeah. Switch if he needs to. Yeah. Um, my second player is Simone Fontecchio. And, interestingly, also one of my things was for him to get paid, especially mm-hmm. for the Jazz to reassign him, hopefully for a good price. Because I think a lot of teams are also going to be looking for Fontecchio's skill set. But I also, something I would love to see for Fontecchio this year is being more of a leader. He's got a mm. lot of experience. Um, he's 28, I believe. Yeah, he's up there in age. And um, has a lot of experience playing European basketball. He's new to the NBA, obviously, but he has a lot of basketball experience. And we've got a lot of young guys. It would be cool to see him out on the floor talking more talking to his guys on the sideline, giving yeah. pointers. We need his experience. I'm sure there's some language barrier. Yeah, for sure. With him. I'm of course we don't know. We're not we don't see the inner workings of the Utah Jazz. But yeah. it does seem like he could become that mm-hmm. just with the way that he plays and the kind yeah. of person that he is. He'd be a great leader. Absolutely. So I, that's a great one. I love that. Yeah. Okay, I think our last two are kind of more front office. Yeah. Um, so I got Danny Ainge. Okay. And my my New Year's resolution for him is pick up the phones patiently. <laughs> I, like that. I like that. So I listen to what teams offer because I think they can offer some, us some good stuff. Yeah. 
um, for some of our players. But be patient. Don't jump on a trade nope. just because it sounds good. Yeah. Um, we, you know, you, you know, Danny Ainge loves his first round picks, but maybe mm-hmm. if he just waits a little bit, he could get something a little bit better. So that's kind of mine. So he's going to want to make a trade, but be patient. With yeah, it. I totally agree. I think I hear so many rumors about jazz players coming from other teams. And it's like, yeah, I hope I hope that his price tags are still pretty high, like we saw last, yeah. couple, last couple of Yeah, I think there's going to be some competition from teams yeah. wanting our players. So. Yeah. Um, mine, my, th- my third one, is going to be for Will Hardy. Mm. And... My New Year's resolution for him is to keep experimenting with our lineups. I think we talked about THT moving to the bench, or not to the end of the bench. DMP. <laughs> <laughs> and Clarkson moving to sixth man, basically. And, you know, Chris Dunn in the starting lineup. Yeah, Chris Dunn's been in there. Been John really Collins good. has been in and out. Like, And it's just interesting to see him experiment. I'd like to see us keep doing that. Um, once we find our thing, maybe stick with it, but also included in that is some of our rookies. Um, Bryce Sensabaugh has been balling out for the Stars. I'm not mm. saying I'm not he saying he's going to be played one game for a couple minutes. Yeah, but uh, his skill set shooting from three, you never know. Just you know, I don't, and I'd like to see Hendricks get more minutes. You know, Keontae has played a bigger role, but you know. Anyways, I just I wouldn't keep I wouldn't complain if we traded John Collins and THT. Yeah. For sure. So that Hendricks and Sensabaugh could potentially get more minutes. Seriously, yeah. I wouldn't mind that either. At least a couple of minutes, you know. Mm-hmm. So that, I, that's what I think would be good for Will Hardy is just to not not be stubborn with lineups. And I, he hasn't really been. But yeah, he's to, been doing good so doing far. That, you know? I also like his zone defense. I think it's been mm-hmm. effective yeah. sometimes. Not all the time, but it it's been good. Yeah, that was the main positive overall. Knock on Quinn Snyder, I feel like, was that he didn't really make adjustments, especially lineup wise, which I also kind of liked because he knew what worked. So, but yeah. Will Hardy's very different. From close yeah, to I like it. Yeah, I like it for sure. Well, maybe one last thing before we close. Big game today for BYU basketball. Yes, sir. Go First Cougs. day of Big Twelve play. So this is the real test. This is the real test. I see how how good we actually are. I I keep seeing these videos or these articles pop up where BYU is one of those Cinderella teams that everyone thinks is going to get far in the bracket. Yep. We'll see if advanced stats prevail because all of the advanced stats say that BYU is a really, really good team. So... I guess we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll see where, what happens to the stats after we play yep. good teams. So, yeah, today versus Cincinnati, be a great game here in the Marriott Center. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, we're grateful that you joined us. Uh, make sure, again, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. And also, um, on our most recent Instagram post, We'd love to hear what's your New Year's resolution for the Jazz this year. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. We will see you next week um, for episode 13. And take care. Peace.